1: Good morning, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to the China shop. Feel those gentle rays of sunlight drifting in through the open window. I'm just kidding. Hello, and welcome to the China Shop. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. Kyle, how are you doing? I think I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Another another week notched under the belt?
0: Another week under the belt. The week ended green, but there is definitely some causes for concern this week, but we'll get to that.
1: All right, all right. Come on into the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against that rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine. China, sharing those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers on financialneptitude.com, or you can give one of our many beginning trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links for you in the episode description. But the best place to be is come on, join us on our Discord server. Tons of amazing people get on there every day and have just a really awesome time sharing trading thoughts, opinions, wins, losses, journaling. It's just fucking fantastic. Totally free, no paid tiers or special access areas. And in fact, when you do join that server, Kyle, yes, they they don't pay money. No, what 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 we do?
0: They have opportunity to receive a welcome gift if they uh, just send me a DM.
1: That's right. It costs us money.
0: Yes. And doesn't that make you feel good? And we also throw away that uh, that data. I don't, I don't keep track of houses <laughs> to sell to people because that's. <laughs> bullshit one of my pet peeves
1: right i would but i don't ever get to see any of these mailing addresses so it's safe
0: that's why they send them to yeah.
1: me <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding i would never do that i'd never do that but yeah you yeah, know send dm kyle uh, your your mailing address we'll send you some smash it yourself swag straight from the shop if you've already got your free swag and you want more you can always visit the shop shop we got plenty of fun stuff for sale over there uh, but most of all, we're just really glad you're here. We have so much fun here in the shop. It's always better with friends. Always better with friends. Mm-hmm. And so, so pleased as punch. Is that is that a phrase? Can I say that? Uh, if peach. you want to, peached as a punch. I'm punched as a peach. That every that we have so many great, uh, great people in that Discord server, Kyle.
0: <laughs> some amazing people, really. I know. I've learned a lot from them.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, God. There, yeah, everybody there knows a bit more than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Kyle, we got any show news to report?
0: Uh, yeah. Aren't we talking to your friend next week? Mm. Dan Springer just got funded.
1: Prop trader. Yeah, that's going to be exciting.
0: Oh, uh, let's see. A week after that, Dr. Hans, the investing tutor. And uh, Halloween, we'll be talking to Alex Demosthenes.
1: Ooh, Demosthenes.
0: Trader on Twitter. He just celebrated his one-year anniversary of going live again. And doesn't look like he's looking back. So looking forward mm-hmm. to talking to him about some of the things he learned in that past year. Oh,
1: that would be exciting.
0: hmm Exciting.
1: All right. Well, strap in. We've got an expanded, expeditious, exquisite episode for you today. Lots of market movie news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and more options than dollars spent developing the metaverse.
0: you mean wasted
1: (laughs) dollars burned (laughs) developing the metaverse (laughs) oh and and reach out to us folks we adore your messages and comments on twitter and facebook up on that discord we'll we'll have that discord link in the episode description if you're old school you can send us an email to two bulls at financial that's the number two bulls at financialineptitude.com, or you can give us a text or phone call to 725 bulls that's 725-222-8557, maybe you got a hot stock tip, maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you made, or maybe you sent your son to summer camp and he drowned while camp counselors were having sex in the cabin, and now they want to reopen the camp, pretend like nothing ever happened, and it's up to you to stop them.
0: Huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Sounds like a, is that a horror movie? It is. It is. Uh, I have no idea because I'm not into horror movies. I would guess like one of the Friday the 13th or Jason, one of those.
1: Oh, you nailed it. First try. First try. Friday the 13th. All right. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. feeling
0: good about that one.
1: That was I, I mean, I, I hate to, to spoil that movie, but that's the big twist at the end is Jason's right. mom was the killer in the first one.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot about that. I remember yeah. seeing the first one as a very young age, <laughs> quite inappropriate. <laughs>
1: Younger <laughs> than you should have been. <laughs> like five? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's uh let's move on and talk about some bet result.
0: Oh no. Well here's the thing. Uh, we we tried to go short on upstart. It opened the week at twenty one sixteen, closed at twenty two ninety four, but our stop was at twenty three oh five, which you guessed it was hit on Tuesday. So, and I had to double check the math on this. It didn't quite seem right, but it is definitely right. Uh, we went from five hundred and eleven dollars and sixty three cents down to four hundred
1: and sixty five ninety three. Whoa! Yeah that, yeah, that one was painful. That was not a tight stop.
0: No, I thought it was tighter. But that's what happens when you're when the stock dumps on Monday before open.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we didn't have any caveats.
0: Yeah, it's All our right. fault. All right. Oh, well. All right, but on the plus side, random went with Dolby DLB. They opened at sixty five ten and closed at sixty four twenty eight. So random is still losing ground. Well, I guess he gained ground, but he's still losing money. He's just losing less of it than we are. Uh, uh, random is sitting at four forty six eighty right now.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Eat a dick, random.
0: So I mean, it's still anybody's game. Halfway through here, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to write the ship on this one.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we'll. Oh have to put my thinking cap on to, to help pick a good bet pick this week. Yeah, yeah. My pick did not do good last week.
0: I'm not even going to bring up my pick. I'm just going to submit it again for this week. <laughs>
1: all right, all right. Stay tuned to the end of the episode. We'll be back. We'll, 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 we'll take care of that then. But until then, let's talk about some news. Dow drops deep on moving inflation covid frustration war damnation we're just bringing you the fucking news you gotta recognize the game if you don't want to lose we're
0: just
1: trading yeah, we information rioters raiding um. insider trading taxes mm. are raising bills mm-hmm. on the hill we gotta crypto mill. No, they ain't growing weed. When the Fed speaks today, it's some shit we don't need. Sing it, man. Two fools trading information. What? Two bulls trading information.
0: I'm inclined to agree. Two bulls trading information. That is accurate. Very accurate. Alright, Kyle.
1: Uh, what do we got? What we got uh, on the... On the boards today, what are we?
0: Oh, let's see. I've got a story about the Fed um, draining the stock market. Barry Sternlicht.
1: Draining the stock market?
0: Yes. Uh, that's the reason why I pulled this up is because the, the, his quote on here. Uh, he, he says that the Fed is draining the stock market and even the healthy fish will die. Billionaire investor Barry Sternlicht.
1: Barry Sternlicht. Sternlicht. Okay. Yes.
0: He uh, he jumped onto an interview with Bloomberg and really criticized the Fed. Uh, criticized them for their delayed response to tackling inflation over liquid market conditions. He said the soaring prices finally prompted the bank to issue aggressive rate hikes and begin shrinking its balance sheet this year. But the rapid pace of tightening could easily send the economy into a recession. Yeah. Uh, he said that Powell is unbelievably late in doing this. He sat still while the meme stock craze was going. And then added that the bladed reaction could kill off investor gains across the entire market. Uh, let's see. They so said here, uh, there are really there were really smart things that people did. There were really smart fish in the pond. And there were stupid things people did. And they were idiot investments. <laughs> so <laughs> you thought the healthy fish would survive and the sick fish would die. But the Fed is draining the entire pond, so everyone's going to die.
1: Yeah. You know, we've been pretty critical of the quantitative tightening amidst everything. Like, this is this is new stuff.
0: Yeah, but this is the, I mean, it's the first time somebody came out and said, everyone's dying. <laughs> like, yeah. that is the most bearish statement I think I've read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, in the this story, this says there's other experts that are predicting more pain. Uh, Jamie Dimon, I think we talked about him recently from JP Morgan, the CEO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's warning that stocks could fall another 20%. And Dr. Doom economist Noriel Rubini that uh, said, that stocks could plunge as much as forty percent. Wow! So, okay. And then this is this is what really caught my eye here. Uh, Sternlicht uh, was saying that the Fed could be over tightening the economy because they base their rate hikes on CPI, the Consumer Price Index, mm-hmm. which is remaining well above the two percent inflation target. But that index lags behind the economy by about eighteen months, according to experts. Whoa! Which means that the central bank could be basing all of its decisions. Uh, hiking rates on outdated information and that in turn risks screeching the economy into a, a downturn.
1: Uh, how is it an 18 month lagging indicator?
0: Well, there's a story about that. I could pull up and read if you'd like.
1: April, 2021 was inflation that bad in April, 2021.
0: Cause I, I don't, <laughs> let's see what uh, the, the article it links to is from Wharton, professor, Jeremy Siegel. I uh, pointed to the August consumer price index report on Tuesday, which showed above expectation inflation reading of 8.3 caused stocks to plunge most since June of 2020. Inflation lags the CPI report, he said, who has previously warned the Fed is being too hawkish in its current policy stance and that the stock market will actually surprise the upside as inflation continues to fall. So we've actually had a lot more inflation over the last 18 months than recorded in the official statistics, and we're going to show a lot more inflation in the next 18 months. The delay largely due to the housing market, which accounts for 50% of core inflation. Uh, housing prices were only up by 40% in the previous year and a half. The CPI housing index only saw an uptick of 7 to 8%. Now the reality on the ground is that prices have stopped rising, Cycle says. Do you see that in the CPI? He said, no, you will not see that in the CPI for 18 months. What, he's, what I'm saying is we are going to get that overstatement in inflation, just like we saw that understatement.
1: I mean, I understand that there's a lag, but like, I don't... Eighteen months—that's crazy. Uh, it is true. We're we're seeing housing prices drop while the the CPI is going up. That is mm-hmm. that is verifiable. Like we are watching that happen.
0: Oh. Uh, he had previously argued the Fed should only raise rates by another hundred basis points before switching to a dovish pivot. He said if they take the correct view on what inflation is, they may not have to go that high. That's the relief market. The relief the market is watching. Wow. Okay. So. I mean, we've been questioning whether what they're doing is actually affecting anything, right? Yeah. We've been raising rates since when? March?
1: Yeah. Aggressively.
0: Yeah. And how much has inflation cooled since then? Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's true. It, it, it feels like uh, uh, like, like the, the, the paramedic has got the, the defibrillators and they're just like, clear. Oh, the heart still hasn't started. Well, fucking up the crank, up the voltage. Maybe, maybe, no, do it again. Do it again. Still nothing. Do it again. Still nothing.
0: Sir, that's a, that's a sack of potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was thinking more of uh, the mantra in the military they used to tell us was like in a casualty situation or crisis, like do something, even if it's wrong, do something. Because doing, doing something wrong is better than doing nothing at all
1: interesting
0: so i wonder if there's some of that mentality like we have to do something what can we do well we can turn this knob and adjust uh you know <laughs> right. adjust the cost to borrow <laughs> well let's do that <laughs> it's not working we'll do it some more
1: right <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah i hope they figure I hope somebody figures something out because shit
0: well i think what's going to end up happening is inflation's going to start coming down normally like it will eventually based on corrections to the supply chain like everybody's been saying has been driving most of this and then everyone's going to be like, ah, we did it. And they'll probably win a Nobel prize.
1: (laughs) 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 Right. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. Yes. Raising interest rates. Sure. Fix that war in Ukraine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what do you got for us?
1: Uh, I got a different kind of federal reserve story. The, the federal reserve is looking into trades at Atlanta, District President Raphael Bostic made. He's the mm. the, head, the head of the the Atlanta District Federal Reserve. Interesting. You know they've got those blackout periods. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he's been trading during those blackout periods.
0: Oh, uh, but it wasn't intentional because a third party manager was handling his investments.
1: That is that is absolutely what he's saying, and it's strange to me because he says himself. And his investment, his financial advisor, neither of them can actually do any of the trading. It's a third party manager handling his investments. Okay. And that feels really weird to me.
0: Well, is that so he can basically be like not tied to it at all? Like, does he even know who's doing it? Can he call him up and be like, hey, buy this for me? Or are they like completely handling his his trading and not discussing it with them at all?
1: My understanding would be like, it's my money. You're my financial advisor. And some guy down the street is the one actually trading. So I'm like, hey, Kyle, I really like uh, semiconductors. And then you, you say to the other guy like, hey, semiconductors. And he's like, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of that wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm not saying that I don't think the market's going to fall, but man, I sure wish I was positioned for that.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. right. And it wasn't me. It was the guy down the street. He was trading during those periods. I wasn't doing if it. If we
0: learned anything from Phil Mickelson, you just have to deny, deny, deny.
1: So the Atlanta Fed issued a statement. We welcome this review and we'll cooperate fully to ensure this matter is effectively resolved. Hmm. Uh, And and Bostic himself is quoted as saying, I sincerely regret if my actions raise questions about my standards, behavior, motivation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta's systems and processes to maintain the public trust or the commitment of the Federal Reserve to transparency and accountability in fulfilling its mission.
0: Mm -hmm. I would think that if anybody was handling the accounts of a Fed member, that they would make damn sure they knew exactly what they were doing and when they were allowed to do it.
1: That's just crazy. Why yeah. Why would they want to follow the rules?
0: Because they're taking the responsibility on and acting as a third party.
1: Yeah. yeah. Precisely. Yes. precisely. Uh, uh, this has been a pretty hot button issue since uh, it, it was disclosed. If, if you recall that Powell himself had been involved in trades during blackout periods in 2020 hmm Former Vice Chair Richard Clarita, uh, at the same time. We had two regional presidents, same level of Bostic resign. Eric Rosengren of Boston, Robert Kaplan. Uh you know, it it's just it's just a bad look.
0: Look, why would you want to be a Fed member unless you get access to information that you can make money off of? What is the, there's no other reason. Right. <laughs> We can't take away <laughs> right. their ability to trade. They won't run.
1: What's the incentive to yeah, to run a Federal Reserve Bank?
0: I'm tired of being so cynical.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't start out cynical. It was education that made us this way, Kyle.
0: Oh no, I was always cynical. <laughs> it's just gotten worse.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't. Oh <laughs> right. what, what else what else we got for, for general news?
0: Okay. It's not all bad news. Okay. Uh, Bank of America sees a silver lining for the stock markets recent plunge this year Mm -hmm. they believe that valuations have been reset and that u.s investors should be able to avoid a quote lost decade
1: oh did we did we lose a decade somewhere
0: i think they were worried about losing a decade if the stock market stayed elevated for some reason like we just basically move around nowhere
1: gonna go sideways for 10 years
0: yeah, I think that's kind of what they were afraid of. But they think that now because the stock market has declined 25% uh, you know, since the beginning of this year, that the chances of that happening are now much slimmer.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So they're using their valuation model that B of A uses is suggesting forward returns 6% over the next decade. Excuse me, hiccups. Uh, that is the highest return forecast since May of 2020.
1: They They, they expect the market to return 6% in the next 10 years.
0: Yeah, if their forecast is accurate, they're putting the S&P at just above 6500 by 2032. Wow. With the addition of a 2% dividend yield, the total returns could be as high as 8%. So, uh, let's see Subramanian uh, Where do we get these fucking names from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I need pronunciation guides for these articles. <laughs> uh, valuation matters long-term, uh, explaining 80% of subsequent 10-year returns. And this year's bear market provides an ac- attractive opportunity for long-term investors. A representative for B of A said that I will not pronounce, because I will butcher it. <laughs> Uh, saying, uh while the long-term uh, forecasts are looking the best they have in the last two years, short-term still looks dicey and near-term pain still remains. She's uh, while the S&P fell below our year-end target of 3,600, we continue to expect volatility in the markets. Uh, she also added that 20% of her bull market indicators have flashed positive so far, and typically the prior stock market bottoms have seen at least 80% of those flash green. Okay, so the b of a says that things are looking uh like if you're a long term investor like it's time to start nibbling, I think is what they're trying to say
1: mm yeah right i, but- I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't go all in right now at this point, but like what do we, t- what do we we talk to some people talk about splitting up your investment capital into uh, like chunks and then deploy it at certain levels like I mm-hmm. think what she's trying to say is that they expect this to be a good point to start start adding to your long term holdings, okay
1: okay, well, you know. <laughs> (laughs) I don't know. I don't see why Bank of America would have any reason to to sugarcoat things.
0: I know, right? But, I mean, (laughs) it's still not a... I mean, like, we just talked last week about inflation, peak inflation being an excellent buy indicator. Yeah. Like, 13% returns year over year if you go long like on the highest CPI print or the highest inflation.
1: Right. Like, the higher inflation goes the more you want to nibble.
0: I don't know about that. I think you want to see it start to decline. I think once you start seeing it coming down, then that's when you jump in there okay all right so we're i think we're getting close to that point though
1: we could be we could be and and my next story could, could be an indicator that
0: is, is the opposite <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> could, could be an indicator that uh that things might go that way the treasury department is now asking the primary dealers of uh u.s treasuries whether the government should buy back some of its bonds to uh, improve liquidity yeah to improve liquidity mm-hmm in the $24 trillion market.
0: Oh, with what money? <laughs>
1: Good question.
0: <laughs> and aren't they like reducing their assets?
1: They happen, yeah.
0: So are they saying that maybe we've done that too much and we need to start buying again, or is this a completely different asset?
1: Yeah, well, so so what they've been doing is they've been reducing the balance sheet by letting the bonds reach maturity without buying anymore, so letting them expire. Yeah. And now they're asking banks, like, hey, you, you want us to start... Buying more of those bonds again?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Huh.
0: When did this come out?
1: October fourteenth today, Friday, October fourteenth.
0: That sounds bullish. That sounds like a shift in quantitative tightening.
1: Yes, yes. This 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 to me sounds exactly like hey maybe uh maybe we just uh maybe we just always do the easing now, guys. Maybe maybe that's just what we do now.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, or maybe um, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's further asking about the costs and benefits of funding repurchases of older debt with increased issuance of the so-called on-the-run securities, which are the most liquid and current issue. I don't know what all that means, but I did further further down it does talk about how uh in response to the 2008 financial crisis mm-hmm. the the fed put uh put in rules that would require uh the, the dealers to hold capital against these treasuries.
0: Right, because they have to be able to sell them back anytime they want to.
1: Yes, that's going to limit yeah. it, limit their ability to take on risk. Uh, mm-hmm. Particularly when it, when things are really volatile. So they're thinking like, well, maybe, maybe that's, a, that's another piece of it. Like, like, Hey, the the thing we did to take, <laughs> to, to make things stable after 2008, maybe we undo it a little.
0: <laughs> or do it again.
1: Well, no, no, they're, 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 they're wondering cause, cause briefly in 2020, they, they allowed banks to, to have less capital on hand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they're, they're, they're thinking, they're thinking maybe, Maybe we'll start buying treasuries and maybe we'll let you start spending that money that we're making you hold.
0: Hmm. And did any bank say no?
1: No <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> right? right. Certainly not Bank of America.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they're all 100% on board with getting more money.
1: This is uh, uh, part of their regular survey of dealers mm. before they reach, before they do their quarterly refunding. Their, their quarterly announcement.
0: Okay, when is that announcement expected?
1: That's a good question. If I was a good reporter, I would know the answer.
0: <laughs> Where's Yellow Man?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if uh, if they decide to. I mean, this, this 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 isn't just stopping tightening. This is literally like, should we should we start easing again? It's
0: kind of what it sounds like.
1: Uh, and we know the UK. The UK banks are easing at the moment. Yeah.
0: I'm just surprised that it wasn't getting more press if that's what we think it is. I mean, maybe we're misreading that. If uh, anybody has any uh, better knowledge on the subject, feel free to message us.
1: Or or you know what? It could be a big fuck you. It could be like they're asking the banks.
0: Yeah. Don't you wish you could have this? <laughs> right. Too bad.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 Kyle, you want me to you want me to write your check for 100 grand?
0: I would love Wouldn't that.
1: Wouldn't that be nice? Would, would you like that?
0: That'd be super nice. Yes.
1: I bet you would. ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen uh, right anyway all
0: right okay oh and then uh last thing i wanted to touch on before we move on to the next thing mm-hmm. uh yellow man sent us a response but man it was a lot more in-depth than i thought it was gonna end up being <laughs> wow okay um, i'll give you the short answer but i think we want to do uh i think we want to do a lot
1: the short answer to what you remind me of the question.
0: The question was if you didn't want to buy Apple products because they've been linked to child labor, can you can you buy from Samsung? Does switching to Samsung make any difference? Yeah. Uh short answer looks like no. But it-
1: <laughs> course not
0: <laughs> yeah so uh i think we'll do a bigger a deeper dive into this story uh for one of the news episodes next week
1: okay no that sounds great that sounds great um
0: because yeah i, I think there's a lot more, a lot of stuff to talk about in here
1: i know i know uh i i got a look at that email that he sent us and i was like who who sent us this in-depth 10-page analysis like where's this come from uh, really, really wonderful stuff.
0: It's from, you know, that's from, that's from the China shop investigative reporter. <laughs> he, did give, he did give us a little pushback on trying to get him to bike to China. Oh. Yeah. He, he said he couldn't bike to China. I was looking up paddle boats just to see how expensive they were. But I mean, that's like the mountain biking of boating, right?
1: Well, I figured we'd put him on a cruise ship and he could just bike around the deck the entire time.
0: No, 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 no. I was going to get him on those boats that you rent at the lake that you, you paddle with your feet. So
1: you're like biking on the water.
0: Yeah. Just like riding a bike, but yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Good call. Good call. Okay.
0: All right. Well, you know, I think that was actually more expensive than the price of the plane ticket he was looking at.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some people are dedicated to the, the job they don't get paid for and some people aren't. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I really, I, I, I'm blown away, honestly, by the amount of effort he's put into this stuff. Yeah. It's uh Fucking love you, Yellow Man. It's amazing.
0: So yeah, look for that uh, probably next, probably next week sometime. We will get there. Hey, you know who else does a lot of hard work? E- no, no, I don't.
1: Because it's not me. It's not me. If you were going <laughs> to say me,
0: you're way. It wasn't. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no. It's
1: the awesome, amazing team over at Orderflow Labs.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Those
1: guys have the most fantastic stellar toolkit for trading futures, whether it's Sierra Charts, MotiveWave, Wave, or Ninja Trader. They've just got the best custom studies for structure and execution, like having a professional futures trader leaning over your shoulder saying, oh, look at that, look at that. But what about this? What about this?
0: Uh, like, hey, it takes a long time to draw that box. Let me do it for you.
1: Let me do it for you right here instantly. Um yeah, by cell zones, exhaustion absorption detectors, reconstructed tape. They got something for everybody. Constantly testing these studies and offering new sources of education. They, they've got their own amazing Discord. They've got YouTube videos. Uh, just a solid, solid team offering support and help to use these incredible tools. So if you are trading futures, you really do yourself a favor. Check them out at orderflowlabs.com.
0: And Bulls and Shiner's Office is also proud to be affiliated with Trade Pro Academy. Trade Pro Academy is the educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs to new and experienced independent traders, mm-hmm. which means if you don't know what you're doing, uh, Check them out so you can learn to trade like those big institutions. Yes. Uh, George was trained by them. That's where he, there's no word on whether he stole the course material or recreated it. But <laughs> we know better than to insinuate anything around here. <laughs>
1: yes. I would never insinuate that George was in there with a pencil camera taking pictures <laughs> right. of documents and photocopying them at a goes in the middle of the night. I would never insinuate that.
0: I wouldn't either, especially if you listen to him teach one of these courses that you can tell he really knows his shit. Oh
1: yeah. 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 For sure. (laughs) Uh,
0: Speaking of which, they got a great staff of highly knowledgeable and successful traders. And there's really no better place that we found to learn everything you need to know to be a successful trader. You can find them online at tradeproacademy.com or you can use our affiliate link in the episode description. It's a great way to support the show and improve your own knowledge and skills. If you do join that discord, we have links for a 10% discount code. Just shoot me a message if you're having trouble finding that or using it.
1: Personal anecdote time. A friend of mine. Was like, Hey, I'm about to come into some inheritance. What should I do to learn about stocks? And I was like, and trade pro academy. Yeah. And then he, he gets back to me like a year later. I swear a year later, he's like, Hey, I got all that inheritance and finally the money's not tied up. What should I do? And I said, trade pro academy. And he's like, still that's still your answer. I was like, Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still the place to go learn. Come on, man.
0: Yes, like, it is.
1: Oh, all right. Send me that link. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> still yeah. my answer.
0: No, it's still surprise. my answer.
1: All right, let's talk. Let's talk about some stocks. Let's do it. Yeah. Stock time. Now let's talk about stocks time. Looking for setups. It's still not advice. Big moves, fresh news, and earnings. All that was saying it's still not advice. Stop
0: Please answer it. Okay. Well Kyle, I
1: guess uh I'll lead us off.
0: Yes, what do you got for us? Do you remember
1: that uh that electric vehicle company that turned out to be all hype, like they were using gravity instead of motors? Oh, yeah. Uh, Nicola. Nicola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. Surprise! Founder Trevor Milton has been officially found guilty of fraud.
0: Is he in the U.S. or did he run away?
1: <coughs> <clears throat> right, right. No, he, yeah. He he hopped on Blue Origin. He's he's now in the backseat <laughs> of the Tesla floating out in space. There you go. Yeah, apparently you, you can't just say whatever you want to your investors to raise money and pump the stock. You, you have to actually be truthful on some level. Yeah. Uh, he's found, found guilty of three of the four counts made from making those false statements to drive up the stock. He got that stock up to over $90 a share. So um, that now? Three. Huh. <laughs> <Oof. Gosh. laughs> a little bit of a drop.
0: Well they had a partnership with somebody too and uh was that it GE I, it, or GM I mean?
1: Yeah, it was. They did. They did briefly. I can't
0: did that uh, did that actually go through or did that fall apart?
1: Uh, the, you know this this article doesn't doesn't mention it specifically but I'm going <laughs> to
0: is GM one of the plaintiffs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they may they may be uh, what's, what's, crazy is when he got this thing up over $90 a share, Nicola was briefly more valuable than Ford Yeah. by market cap. That's insanity. Yep. The off pro- office in Manhattan that was prosecuting him says that he lied about nearly every aspect of the business.
0: Then why was it only three or four counts?
1: <laughs> um, I think, the, I think, uh, oh, because the fourth count was added a year later.
0: Oh, it was, it was too late to get it on the docket.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was found guilty of it, and I'm just mis- misreading the article. You know, follow the link in the episode description, and you can decide for yourself. Uh, I'm sure he's guilty of everything. I mean, yeah, it's this is this is flashy. I mean, let's let's. maybe you think about just calling it Nikola after like Tesla is is yeah, the, is yeah. is the big one going, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll call my Nikola. Yeah, Be the
0: perfect compliment.
1: Perfect compliment. Yeah, we do electric cars, too. See? Yeah, look. <laughs> look at this truck going down this hill. Look at how good it goes. Um, oh, the boy. company themselves had to had to pay charges, uh, had to pay fines, uh, $125 million worth mm. to the SEC that, that they, they had settled. And crazy enough, this guy still owns a ton of
0: Nikola stock. He didn't sell. <laughs> I mean, I guess say what you want if you <laughs> yeah, believe he believes in the have. company.
1: <laughs> just really like to stop, guys.
0: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> just wanted to circle back and let, remind everybody that you know sometimes there are consequences to your actions. Not everybody's musking can just get away with saying whatever the fuck they want,
0: right? <laughs> well, speaking of a blast from the past, do you remember Activision?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They, they had a lot of video games I played in the nineties.
0: uh I mean, they still make good games.
1: Oh yeah, but I don't play them.
0: But they just uh, they just got hit with another sexual harassment lawsuit. Oh shit. And nobody's surprised <laughs> this time. It was a female employee known only as Jane Doe listed sexual battery, harassment, failure to prevent harassment, gender discrimination, and intentional infliction of emotional stress.
1: Whoa. Sexual battery.
0: So yeah, this whole story is fucked up. Oh, no. um, the person she she's speaking out against the actions of Miguel Vega, a former employee and does former manager. They had a history prior to working together Prior to working together at Activision Blizzard. Doe recalled that she'd met him in 2009 or 2010. She entered a virtual friendship with him, then sent him compromising photos while in the friendship. That relationship, however, ended in 2011 when she met her future husband. Vega, later on in 2016, helped Doe get work in Activision Blizzard as an independent contractor uh, before she became the Community Engagement Coordinator for Player Support Department 2020. That is where Vega started making unwelcome sexual advances. According to the lawsuit, he would repeatedly grope her on various occasions, try to kiss her. Every time she rejected his advances, he would tell her that one day it'll happen or one day he'll give in. He also would belittle and insult her. She stated that in the suit that Vega always made her feel small, which he would dismiss as her being too sensitive whenever she called him out. Wow. Uh, And then it gets even worse. Vega also threatened to release the compromising photos she sent him from back in 2009-2010. Threatened to blackmail her with the pictures so she would leave her husband for him. What? She reported the revenge porn threat, which is a great quote. Yeah. I thought I'd be reading that. Revenge porn threat to management, which led to Vega being fired the next month. Doe, however, said the Activision's slow action in dealing with the situation was then basically ratifying Vega's actions. Took him a month to fire this guy. Wow. Like, yeah, I mean, was she showing up to work during that month, or was he at least on like leave of absence while they did investigations? Doesn't really specify, but
1: right, right, and I mean, if she's she's got obviously she's got the proof, right? Or wouldn't have I would have gotten assume.
0: this far, right? Yeah.
1: Like, what what's what's it take a month? Why why does it take a true. month to to read the messages and be like? Hold on. We got to think about this.
0: Why don't you just take a week off? We'll see if this blows over. (laughs) I think (laughs) think that was the attitude.
1: Yeah. 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 Wow.
0: Yeah. No, that one's not blowing over.
1: Uh, So you think Microsoft's still going to buy them?
0: Uh, Actually, I do. I mean, these have have all been from the same time period. Uh, I don't think we've seen new ones come up since they have taken seriously I don't know if take seriously is the right like they it did at least try to address this they did some leadership changes yeah I think if we see a new one pop up uh, <laughs> since the since the the original story broke then I'd start getting worried
1: or at the very least that might be what it takes for Activision to to clean up its act is Microsoft buy them and just clean house and get all new people in there
0: <laughs> <Be> careful Dan <laughs> Uh, I, I'm afraid that Yellow Man's going to get another story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How pervasive. Let's,
0: let's get through this first one first. <laughs> does, does Microsoft. No, 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 no. Don't even ask it.
1: <laughs> no, I want I want Yellow Man to do some corporate espionage. He needs to, he needs to get a job as a, a corporate exec at Microsoft. And find out what's going on.
0: No, 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 no. Let us finish the first story all right Uh, what else you got for us
1: uh oh hey you remember rupert murdoch
0: i know the name but i don't know why (laughs) you don't know why
1: (laughs) the 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 feisty australian who uh started fox uh
0: does family guy rip on him a lot
1: probably i know i know the simpsons have been ripping on him since the 90s all right
0: that makes sense yeah okay what about him what's he doing
1: uh in 2013, he split his his news company, News Corp, and Fox, mm-hmm. and now he's exploring, trying to reunite them back into one company.
0: Oh, so he's calling all his old friends and saying, hey, guys, we're getting the group back together.
1: We're getting the gang back together.
0: We're going to make another run at this news thing. <laughs>
1: So obviously, Fox oh, does Fox News and Fox Business. Uh, News Corp does Wall Street Journal. Oh, okay, uh, amongst others. And he's gonna he's gonna bring them back together. Twenty um, first century. Fo- I, I don't know. He's ninety one. Because he can.
0: <laughs> the glory days from so, ten years ago.
1: <laughs> right before I die, I want my companies back together under one roof. I mean, well, we could speculate it has something to do with the uh, multi-billion dollar defamation lawsuit from mm. Dominion Voting Systems.
0: Oh, yeah, that might have something to do with it.
1: Could be Fox Corp and Fox News are, are, are facing that, and News Corp isn't. I don't know how it would help.
0: Other than just access to more capital.
1: that, oh oh, well oh, that, that could be it. That could be it right there. Like he knows hmm. they're gonna lose,
0: and <laughs> he's like, <laughs> or maybe maybe Wall Street Journal had the better lawyers on retainer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would consolidate his media and pay a higher, and it would, according to the article in CNBC, cut costs. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly enough, these discussions are coming as the audience for both print media and cable t- television are shrinking. Yeah, because uh, yeah, on top of uh, the Wall Street Journal, he also has the New York Times. Why well, that's part of News Corp uh, and some UK and uh, Australian newspapers. Okay, you know because apparently everybody's getting their news and entertainment from social media, online streaming, and you know podcasts like this one.
0: Yeah, which are not real news sources. <laughs> if you're listening to us for news, we are not real reporters.
1: We try. We are editorializing. We are two guys yes. just talking about the news. We're not. We're no yellow man.
0: I, I, I would say we're probably better than some of the other choices, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you
1: know, I, I, like, I like us.
0: Yeah, I do too. Oh, oh. Uh,
1: so we'll we'll see we'll see if those come together. News Corp uh, shares were up. Uh, 3% on this news We'll see what happens
0: Alright, well, should we, uh, should we move on and do some crypto? Ooh, crypto I
1: got Some crypto in my wallet Hanging out on my Ethereum blockchain Yeah, I got Some crypto in my wallet Doggy, sushi, polka, dot, NFT. Decentralized, anonymized, fabulous cryptocurrency.
0: Kyle, I think you got an Ethereum story we can lead off with. Well, I might have stolen it from you, because I couldn't find any good ones. I haven't curated my feed quite quite well enough to get good crypto stories that aren't. That's okay.
1: I stole the story from Coindesk.com.
0: Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, ether has become deflationary for the first time since the merge.
1: Okay. What what does that mean?
0: So, uh what that means is the number of tokens fell by 4,000 over the last week, meaning that more ether was burned verifying transactions than was created.
1: Oh, so there's actually less Ether tokens now than there was a week ago. Yes,
0: there's less in supply, a 0.13% reduction in supply over the last week.
1: Okay, so what did that do to Ether prices?
0: Uh, Well, everybody, or no, let's see, some were arguing that a drop in supply should have resulted in higher prices, assuming that demand stayed constant. But Coinbase said that the price has fallen about 4% in the last week. Just because you take away some of the asset Like if the demand isn't there to support the current price anyway. Like, that doesn't mean that it's going to suddenly make the price go up. Make it more valuable. (laughs) Yeah, it just went down less than it probably would have without that happening.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't feel like that's good news for for Ethereum. (laughs) Holy shit.
0: Well, let's see. Yeah, because the the rate of creation has fallen by 90% since the merge.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: So, yeah, ever since they switched to proof of stake, looks like there's been a lot less new Ether created. I mean, a lot less.
1: A lot less. That's okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the weekly chart. It did hit a low. It, the low of the week was uh, 1160 and it closed the week at 1296. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the candle looks decent, but it's still a red candle.
0: Well, if it keeps going down, we might be able to afford a node
1: right how many ethers do you need for a node
0: i don't know it's the it's proof of stake now so i just need enough coins right yeah. i think george looked into it before the merge and i don't remember if it was bitcoin or ethereum but he said it was like 50k
1: you got to you got to stake 32 ether
0: 32 ether all right 32000 32, right now yeah if that gets down to 32 cents we can probably afford it sweet
1: <laughs> let's do it love we'll the china shop node
0: i hope it doesn't get that low That's yeah it's going
1: to be crazy
0: Alright, uh, what else you got for us?
1: So the uh crypto community is continuing discussions on why inflation isn't pushing more people into crypto. Like why is cryptocurrency not an inflation hedge? Like like Bitcoin or, right. it, like, or Ethereum as it's def <laughs> as it's deflating. <laughs> there's less coins. Like and I think it's I think it's funny because we're seeing things I'm I'm seeing things like in, in actual news stories where they're like a source on Reddit, you know, a, a Reddit user said, <laughs> "Like, you know, what they're talking about over on Reddit." I know, I know, right? So, so the the what it comes down to is because inflation is so bad, people are spending money on basic goods and services rather than investing. Like, just just nobody has money to invest in crypto. Uh, that's why it's not. It's not becoming a hedge for inflation
0: i, I think there's other reasons than that well, well like what uh, another user uh believed that it has something to do with its volatility, lack of use cases, and the space being plagued by a lot of scams, rug pulls, and hacks
1: <laughs> wait, wait, you know people don't like the fact that a hacker can just steal it from them
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do
1: could you could you imagine like if if uh you went into your bank and you were like Hey, I need to make a withdrawal from my savings and like, ooh, sorry, we got hacked. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean you got hacked?
0: If crypto is to have a future as a hedge against inflation, like really regulation is really going to be needed for that to happen. Yeah. Because you really need that FDIC insurance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that insurance definitely helps.
0: Yeah. And crypto knows it because they've falsely proclaimed to have it. <laughs>
1: I, I according to this article, well, I should say, according to a, a community on, on re, member on Reddit, uh, in terms of volatility, Bitcoin has been less volatile to some tech stocks than some less volatile than some tech stocks this year. Uh, yeah. So maybe uh, maybe the fact that uh, maybe maybe it is would be a good one is, it? you know, like uh, Nicola. It's been doing better than Nikola this year.
0: That's true. You know,
1: and there's scams everywhere: real estate scams, That's- fake gold scams, pyramid schemes,
0: perfume scams,
1: scammers. <laughs> scammers be scamming.
0: Yeah, I just got a. I just got one in the Discord the other day.
1: Oh wait, wait! You got one and I didn't.
0: Uh, I don't know if you did or not. Oh, I, I reported him. I posted the screenshot though. I told him when he's ready to learn to trade, give me a. Shoot me a message
1: message. This is those feet pick <laughs> all over again. People love you
0: online god they want, they don't even want to scam me anymore. They just know i'm broke. <laughs> I think it's because I was in the unusual whales server that's where most of them come from.
1: yeah, I love you unusual whales, but you got a real scam problem with your community yep on Thursday, politician Nigel Farage, a uh, british politician uh was was saying that one of bitcoin's appeals is its fixed supply, and uh it, so you know it can't be inflated yep. away. Uh, and he thinks that it's going to become uh, a trusted means of exchange in Europe here in the next two to three years. Hmm. Uh, so like you're saying, more government adoption and hopefully maybe some FDIC kind of insurance, it could really be that, 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 uh, inflationary hedge but it's not there yet clearly as
0: the the only problem with that that is it's going to it's going to act more like an actual currency probably and be a lot less volatile and be a lot less appealing to people trading Mm. so i mean i guess you get you either wild west or stable one or the other
1: yeah but but not both
0: yeah all right yeah
1: well speaking of the wild west
0: does that mean do i need to shoot myself because you were just moving this week
1: yeah, I uh, I I have been, and I'm, I'm. Let me tell you, I'm exhausted. I'm moving bet. moving to Las Vegas, and uh, oof, I'm tired. Also, Las Vegas.
0: Would you say? Would you say you've never slept?
1: I may have slept, but I don't
0: remember. That <laughs> sounds like Vegas. <laughs> yeah, this
1: is, yeah. it's weird here, Kyle. They've got fucking slot machines and gas stations.
0: Oh, uh, we got that here now. In Illinois. Yeah, it's yeah, becoming a lot more popular. Why? I don't know. I asked the same question at the gas station. Like, Who is pumping gas and decides, like, oh, I'm going to go blow 20 bucks real quick?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, well, I'm going to go in. I'm going to get my six pack of beer and some snacks. And I hey, might as well then drop
0: 10 bucks in the
1: slot machine. See what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, it's a lot more frequent than you think.
1: Uh, it would have to be because they're everywhere. Yeah. Anyway. That's not the point of this segment. Kyle, what, what, uh, how did you do with trading this week?
0: All right. Well, let's talk about my good, first of all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've been finding myself able to recover very well from poor decision-making.
1: Good. That's excellent.
0: And that is good, but uh, there's a caveat in there. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> the, the need to recover is a problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Fair finding top. a lot more lousy trades starting to creep in. And... Mm. Like I've been doing a very good job of taking taking the break, resetting, coming back fresh and ready to go again, and making better decisions, and still being able to end the days green most of the time. Uh, I still ended the week green, even though I probably lost half of whatever I made in commissions at least. Uh, but that that is a good. That's the good I'm going to take away from that. But there's definitely some stuff that I got to get I got to get working on here. Uh, for the bad. Um, I got to list my morning routine here because, uh, first of all, it took me a week and a half to finally put my affirmation on the, uh, the sheet that the worksheet we're doing with rich. Yeah. And I actually missed taking my set scores before starting trading two days in a row. Ooh. I still took them. I still took them throughout the day, but I did not do what I've been planning on doing. And that's taking them before I start trading. Yeah. So whether that would have helped me identify some of those things that put me into an early hole. Uh, I can't really say because I didn't do it right. and that's <laughs> <Right>. not good. <laughs> right. And then we get to the ugly and that is our old friend over showing up again. I took 10 trades on Friday, Dan. Ooh. You know how many I took Monday through Thursday?
1: Five? Uh, 13. 13. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: okay. Average three a day. And then on Friday I took almost oh, triple that.
1: What do you think uh, led to that? What caused like, that to happen?
0: Um, well, I think some of it is that I just been, I've been taking the 32nd open range trade Mm -hmm. a lot lately. Um, it's actually been like the one trade that I feel most confident about. And I think I just started to over rely on it. So like, for example, today, uh, I I tried it after a, a failed push lower, which is one of the things I look for when I take that trade. Uh, head faked and stopped me out. And then I decided to try the low because now the head faked the, the top end. Might as well go back to the low and see if they can break out from there. Well, head faked again on that one. And then for some reason, I decided, well, let's try it a third time. All of this happening in the span of about two minutes. So it's because I'm not uh, doing what I need to do. when One of the things that I'm supposed to be doing when I take a loss is take a minute and just, you know, feel the emotions and let them kind of wash over me. Like experience it, process it, let it go. And there's no way I had enough time to do that. And in fact, I'm going to make sure I update that spreadsheet to to not give me a decent score for that today because I think I definitely didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make that a one. So, so some of it is just over reliance on that. Uh, on the plus side for today, um, I did take a couple pullback trades that worked out really nicely. I'm starting to get my confidence back in that setup, but it's just uh, it's all it's all confidence, man. It's all it's all all, all dives down into that. I think. Yeah confidence and, and just fear of losing.
1: I, I know I've been there myself with that spiral and it just, it's like, I get, I I get almost to a point where I'm like, well, it doesn't, I've already lost so much. It doesn't fucking matter. What? None of this matters. I'll just, just do it again. Whatever.
0: I managed to avoid that, and I'm very pleased with myself for not having that mistake again.
1: Good, good, because that's the one that plagues me. Like, and it's so weird, right? Like, I'm caring less when I'm still trading and I'm still losing. Like, like it's like, why am I still trading? Like, I don't know. Maybe there's like this hope that like I can regain my dignity if I hit a big win.
0: No, it's because the that getting it back is the. It's just the. It's that the pink dragon that everyone's chasing. That's uh, what was that movie? Uh, with Al Pacino, the the gambler one, where he's like doing the the football picks and gambling.
1: Any given Sunday.
0: No, I don't think it was that one. Um, no, that was the. Was that it? I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe I don't remember. What, <laughs> I don't remember what the movie was, but he said in that, like, I'm not addicted to the win or the loss. I'm addicted to that feeling of losing everything and then like being able to like still be there, and, like realize that you're still a, who you are. The money doesn't mean anything. I think, actually, though, it's not the... you. No one's chasing the big wins. People are chasing the get back to even. And I think that's what I have to watch out for. Mm, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm down, but if I can get this one trade, that'll take me right back to even. I'm right back where I started. Like, oh, that yep. one didn't work. Well, let's double up and try it again. Just got to hit one. Just got to hit one. Just
1: got to hit one. It'll eventually come. And then it's all back
0: to normal. But... I think we've learned that that's how that's how it counts below.
1: Yeah, that's certainly not following risk management.
0: So one thing that's been helping me though is when I start to feel like myself slipping into that pattern, I'll just flip over to Sim and just uh, just go ham. Yeah, just start smashing that buy and sell button. <laughs> Get it out of my system.
1: Buy <laughs> buy 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 buy
0: buy buy. I'll just keep buying until you turn around.
1: <laughs> I've got a hundred <laughs> contracts on. Let's see what happens.
0: Look, I'll just go nuts, mark gailing into this thing. <laughs>
1: Oh, speaking of going nuts, yeah, you want to make a bet?
0: Oh, man. Do you have any uh, suggestions?
1: Yeah. Let's listen to some music. I need it, want to beat it, gonna win it if I take it from you. I'm filling my positions, quit your bitch and random's gonna lose. Got a chart full the levels and a stop That's not too tight It's bet Pick a time in the shop So pick them right I, I I feel like my suggestions have been leading us astray pretty consistently Yeah, no,
0: I'm afraid to make a suggestion because if I do just as bad then I can't hold it over you anymore <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got two ideas here. I've got two ideas here. Okay. Uh, hear me out on this one. BP looks interesting to me right now. Okay. BP. Let me pull that up.
1: You don't you don't want to go long,
0: Nicola? No, I definitely don't want to go long, Nicola.
1: Okay, and you're you're thinking going long on BP.
0: I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh I was initially thinking that the gap, a double gap actually, looks like it maybe wants to fill here. Soon, yeah, uh the gap that starts uh just below the 29 half yeah uh, but it's also sitting right at its 200 day moving average, and if it was going to bounce that's where I'd expect it to bounce, so uh, I'd go either way on that that doesn't really I'm not really sure the other one is uh, I still like Rivian as a short I do too um it broke down below that balance that we've been watching that support line right around thirty dollars, and it broke down hard with good volume. it too has a gap that needs to fill down around twenty seven
1: Let's do it. In short review.
0: All right, I say we do half at open, and then we look for the other half at a retest of thirty-one.
1: Perfect. Count it.
0: And then, what do you want to stop at?
1: Oh, uh, nice and tight. Uh, what's it? It's, it closed at twenty-eight seventy-one. Let's say
0: so. Half at thirty-one. We're going in on right. Remember, we're only buying half in case it retraces.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, if we're going to add at 31, I feel like we don't want to see it above 33 half. God, if
1: it gets there, we're like, we're blowing out the account this month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah. Do
0: we really care? Do we really no, care?
1: No. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, YOLO these fake dollars, Kyle.
0: <laughs> we'll take profit at 27. Take half at
1: 27. The other half at 25. 25 half? Sure. All right. Five, five. five. Oof, what's random gonna do? Come on,
0: Nicola! All right, so random got us a Nasdaq transportation stock.
1: Ah, Nicola! Nicola!
0: Nicola! We have Shaenergy Maritime Holding Corporation, oh. or ship S H I P.
1: Okay, that's not Nicola.
0: It's definitely not Nicola, but it's also a, a very cheap it's, stock. It's,
1: it's not Synergy. Oh yeah, look at that penny stuff. That That's 40.
0: Sean, isn't it? Seanergy.
1: Well, because it's maritime, I'm assuming it's Cnergy. But yeah, it, you could also pronounce it Sh- Seanergy.
0: Oh, Cnergy. Ah, okay. <laughs> ah, that, yeah.
1: See what they did there. The name. <laughs> I,
0: I thought a Sean owned the company. <laughs> it could could be both. Maybe it's both. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no. Um. Wow. Uh. Looking at this, I almost want to short this one. Well. <laughs>
0: I kind of want to go long this one. That looks like half of a rounding bottom starting. Nice little.
1: Kyle, this is the worst <laughs> chart I've ever seen.
0: Uh, maybe, but I mean, they couldn't push a new or a low, even with the CPI data.
1: Yeah, but look at the volume on that buy. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I, this one scares me.
1: All right, well see what happens they've got an all-time low of what 39 cents they 49 cents right now
0: yeah oh okay yeah i didn't see the rest of that chart
1: is that all-time low or that's just the covid low
0: Uh, well, let's see. Hang on. Wait a minute. Holy shit. Oh, that's not
1: even the COVID low. Stock
0: used to be much more valuable. Stock
1: really? What happened to (laughs) Ah!
0: Holy crap. Oh, this must have had some reverse splits.
1: Yeah, something. Anyway, take that, random.
0: This stock has been going down for a long time.
1: Since since it IPO'd in 2019, this sucker's been going down. Yeah. All right. So, ah, take
0: that. Yeah. There you have it. Thanks, random. There
1: you have it. Random's got synergy, and we're going to short Rivian and watch Rivian rip next week. I know, right? Anyway, come back uh, come back next week. We got a lot of exciting content coming out, uh, including the in-depth dive into ethical investing brought to you by Yellowman, presented by us. And, uh, you know, next week we'll find out what happened with these bet picks. Until then, though, happy trades. Oh, wait. Bye. Wait, oh. like like, rate share subscribe all that jazz get get a, ta- a two bulls tattoo and share it on social media you know all the, all the all the good things
0: oh yes oh what do we do for that shit
1: i don't know but now i'm thinking like i'm supposed to get a tattoo
0: fuck <laughs> if you get a tattoo and post it on social media of our logo then you will have our respect
1: ah yes yes <laughs> that is worth its weight in Ethereum there you go (laughs) (laughs) oh happy trades everybody bye two bulls in a china shop is an entertainment program and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.